Kenya hikes its interest rate for the first time in seven years. We explore if this anchors inflation and meets the demands of the Kenya Manufacturers Association. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am with Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Withadong. The Central Bank of Kenya raised its benchmark interest rate to 7.5% at its May 2022 meeting, surprising markets that expected it to remain steady at 7%. It marks the first rate hike since July of 2015 in order to further anchor inflation expectations amid strong price pressures due to an increase in commodity prices exacerbated by the conflict in Ukraine. Kevin Ngigemina, investment banker with Genghis Capital, joins us for this episode. This is the first hike in seven years. What are the factors that went into this rate hike? Yesterday, the CBK raised the key rate to 7.5. This is the first hike we're seeing in uh, close to seven years. I believe the last hike was around June 2015. And a few... Uh, reasons were uh, factored in for, for the rate hike uh, to 7.5. So some of those reasons were, of course, the imported inflation that comes with food and other commodities like wheat. Uh, of course, there's uh, oil also, all these exogenous factors that have really contributed to oil inflation uh, uh, being in levels it hasn't been since last year, September. So indeed, the CBK has many mechanisms in which it can use to make sure inflation is anchored within its bracket of 2.5 to 7.5. But historically, we've seen the CBK uh, factoring more the CBR as the main tool or the primary tool to um, anchor the runaway inflation. We haven't seen <clears throat> positive effects, uh, or rather we haven't seen the CBR being as effective as it should be. And we believe it's about time many analysts, the analyst consensus they, uh, is that the CBK should use other factors like the interbank or the 91-day T-bill to sort of uh, contain the inflation. The CBR has had some adverse effects, and in a country like Kenya, with two months uh, to an election, we foresee a credit contraction, you know, just uh, exacerbating these negative effects. How effective is the CBR hike in fighting inflation? With high rates, uh, and we've seen also a couple of uh, concessions from Bloomberg to Yahoo Finance and local analysts, is that it should be able to contain the inflation. Well, that should be a double-edged uh, sword in itself. On one side, we have you know uh, earnings, household earnings, uh, decreasing by around 3.7 percent year to date. You know, we have the cost of food year on year rising by around 12.05%, and that accounts for a third of the CPI. Uh, so now tightening credit, uh, you know, what you're seeing in the country right now is more of a cost push inflation and not a demand pull. We don't have uh, too much money chasing too few goods. You know, there's been some sort of contraction, and now with the rates being hiked, of course, the immediate effects would be banks are going to adjust their pricing on their loans. We know the risk-based model hasn't been approved yet, or rather has only been approved for one bank. And as such, uh, it's, it's almost uh, that the banks, it's more, almost likely that the banks still rely on the CBR plus some margin uh, uh, of around 4 to you know 10%, depending on who you're borrowing. So tightening this um, ability for the banks to lend more by increasing the cost for the consumer, it means that you know people, investors and consumers are going to take a, 
a cautious approach, especially with two months to an election. It's a two-host election uh, with no clear favorite winner. So there's quite some uncertainty, and of course, from a regime point, from policy point, uh, without knowing who could take over. So with that in mind, you know, business haven't really fully resumed operations. Now with the rate hike, of course, it's, uh, credit access to credit is going to be a bit costly for them. And that just generally increases the prices of goods and services of final products, which means, again, the inflation that they're really hope, hoping to contain by raising the rate hike could inevitably, you know, rise. That's what we call, a, we call a cost push inflation. So for consumers, you know, and enterprises alike, it's not all, you know, smiles. Uh, we are about, we, we are wait to see uh, in the next MPC, hopefully before the election, the effects of this rate hike. I don't foresee uh, another rate hike. Of course, there's going to be some backlash from politicians with just two months shy to the elections. By uh, You'll see some of these uh, politicians, you know, uh, basically coming uh, to support the people in terms of the costs need to be brought down and not adjusted upwards. So we we wait to see uh, the results of these two months that would be uh, the two months with the full inflation hike. The Kenya manufacturers were calling for a rate hike to deal with the inflation in the market, but also as a means to address the dollar shortage issue. Does this rate hike do that for them? The Kenya Manufacturers uh, Association, of course, yeah, they were lobbying for the rate hike to be increased um, so that inflation could be contained. Theoretically, this yes happens. Uh, I believe the MPC were trying to do a copy and paste approach from the Fed. The, the Fed has the endless power to print money. That's the, the CBK don't have such luxury. So the Kenya Manufacturers Association have multiple issues of course there's the cost uh, the, the the increase in inflation there's uh, access to dollars there's been a severe dollar shortage in the country there's been talks of having parallel markets you know the cbk one and a parallel market where the dollar could retail to as high as 123 uh, of course nothing has been confirmed but that's word on the street that guys are you know changing dollars for as high as 123 um, and you have to have amounts of you know 5000 usd and above so I don't really foresee the pains of the Kenyan Association of Manufacturers being eased with a rate hike. As I explained earlier, we, what you're going to see is that inevitably or inevitably that we are going to see inflation actually rise. We don't have a lot of money. We don't have uh, stimuluses that have been pushed to the country, like say in the US. As such, all these cost of capital that are being shot up are going to really affect uh, SMEs and as such, these costs are going to be pushed down to the consumers, and we're just going to see an uptick, of course, in the in the cost of food, uh, in the cost of not just food and services, but in the cost of uh, essential, basic essentials in the country. That was Kevin Ngige Miner, investment banker with Genghis Capital. A quick review of the other stories making it into the podcast. Kenya's cost of living accelerated further in May due to high food and fuel prices hitting 7.1% from 6.47% in April and 5.5% in March. The latest Kenya National Bureau of Statistics Consumer Price Index and inflation data shows the rise was mainly driven by an increase in prices of commodities and of food and non-alcoholic beverages basket. Transport costs also increased in the last 31 days due to the increase in fuel prices. The transport index increased 
by 0.8% between April of 2022 and May of 2022. Kenyan households have been grappling with rising food prices, which have been pegged on higher fertilizer prices and recent dry weather conditions. Factors including the shortage and cost of the dollar have also contributed to the rise in commodity prices in recent weeks. A new research by Kaspersky, a global cybersecurity and digital privacy company, has found that the Trojan password-stealing software detections in Nigeria surged by as much as 147% in the first quarter of 2022 when compared with the same period in 2021. The firms in its findings said small businesses in Nigeria are still in danger of exposure to malware and face an 89% increase in remote desktop protocol attacks in 2022. A total of 2,654 detections were reported in 2022 compared to 1,076 in 2021. While the number of internet attacks decreased in the first four months of 2022 in Nigeria, that is 56,836 infections in 2022 compared to 99,146 infections in 2021, they remain a concern and need to be protected against. South Africa's unemployment rate eased to 34.5% in the first quarter of 2022, down from a record high of 35.3% in the previous period. The number of unemployed persons decreased by 60,000 to 79 million. Employment rose by 370,000 to 14.9 million. And the labor force went up by 310,000 to 22.8 million. Among sectors, job gains were seen mostly in community and social services, manufacturing and trade. By contrast, positions were cut primarily in private households, finance and construction. The expanded definition of unemployment, including people who have stopped looking for work, was at 45.5%, down from 46.2% in the fourth quarter. The youth unemployment rate, measuring job seekers between 15 and 24 years, fell to 63.9% in the first quarter of 2022, the lowest in a year, from a record high of 63.5% in the last quarter. South Africa's trade surplus shrunk to 15.49 billion rounds in April of 2022 from an upwardly revised 47.42 billion rand in the previous month. Exports slipped by 19.1% from a month earlier to 151 billion rand amid declines across main categories, notably mineral products, base metals and precious metals and stones. At the same time, imports fell at a slower 2.9% to 136.3 billion rand, mainly due to reduced purchases of wood pulp and paper, base metals and original equipment components. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit our website, that is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial. And you can find me at the Dawn.